Hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and thank you for listening to the podcast. In this episode, with a view toward Christmas Day, I want to talk about the perfect Christmas gift God gave to us in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. I will be teaching from the gospel according to John chapter 3, and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Today's message is entitled, The Perfect Gift. I'm producing this episode a week before Christmas Day 2023. Since that is only a week away, I'm sure many of you have been doing some Christmas shopping. In my opinion, Christmas shopping is hard work because it's not just a matter of going and buying gifts, but you have to try finding the right gift for each person you are shopping for. That's why I say Christmas Shopping is hard work. So I don't buy gifts except one or maybe two during the Christmas holidays. For our six children, I just buy some cards and put some money in them. Why? Because I know money is always a good gift. Some of you might say, I'm taking the lazy route to shopping. But what can I say? When it comes to Christmas shopping, I don't work hard, I work smart. Of course, on the first Christmas day, God gave us a gift. That gift came in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. And what I want to talk about is why this was and is the perfect gift. The true value of a gift is not determined by its purchase price, but by the need it meets in the life of the person on the receiving end. See, you can buy me a $100 gift, but if I already have one or two of the very same items up in my attic because I have never used them, your nice gift is of little value to me. On the other hand, if you buy me a $10 gift that meets a special need in my life, that gift is of much greater value to me, even though it costs much less than the $100 gift. And you see, I would rather buy you a $10 gift that you value than a more expensive gift that you don't plan to use. You'll be happier and I will save money. That's why I'm saying Christmas shopping is hard work. So follow me through on this. We said the true value of a gift is determined by the need it meets in the life of the person on the receiving end. You see, all of us have or had a fatal spiritual condition. We were all born as sinners destined for hell, and God came up with the perfect solution to the problem. He gave us his only son to be the savior of the world. 
Now the gospel according to John chapter 3 and verse 16 sums it up. Nearly everybody is familiar with this verse. It reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now let's look at this verse in three parts. First, this verse reveals God's motivation for giving us his only son. It says that God so loved the world. People have different reasons why they do the positive things they do in life. Some people do those things out of guilt. Some do them because the law requires them to do so in response to some past offense. Others do them because of a sense of moral obligation. That is, it's just the right thing to do. But God's motivation was that he so loved the world. Love is the purest kind of motivation. Love is not the result of guilt. It is not driven by some legal obligation nor by some moral obligation. God is not subject to any of these. He gave us his son simply because he so loved the world. Secondly, this verse reveals the demonstration of God's love. He gave us his only begotten son. Now think about this from God's perspective. God is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. That means he knew that when he gave his son to be our savior, that it meant that he would be subjecting his son to a barbaric death. We know that because God foretold of the death of Christ through his prophets 700 years or more before Christ would die. But even knowing what he was subjecting his son to, God gave us his only begotten son. That was the demonstration of God's love for us. Thirdly, John chapter 3 and verse 16 reveals the objective of God's love. It is that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Now, that's the bottom line. You see, December the 25th is the day we commemorate the birth of Christ. But the good news of Christmas is that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And note the word whosoever. Whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. My friend, it is not God's will for anyone to perish. Anyone who chooses to receive God's gift can have everlasting life. Jesus Christ is the perfect gift for all of humanity. You see, all of us were born lost and hell bound. And it does not matter what color your skin is, or how much money you have, or how little you have, or how educated or uneducated you are, or how smart or mentally challenged you are, or how old or how young you are, God sent his son 
to the intent that if you believe in him, that means to place your trust in him, that you will have everlasting life. That's why Jesus is the gift that fits every one of us to a T. Now let's talk about why this gift from God in the form of his son is vital, indispensable. To do that, let's look at what Jesus says in the gospel according to John chapter 3 beginning at verse 14. He says, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Verse 15, That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Now, this is a reference to a time in the Old Testament when God was leading Israel to the promised land and the people complained about the route God was taking them. So God responded by sending these fiery serpents against his people. These serpents had the sting of death. That means that if you became bitten by one of them, you were going to die. Now believe me, that got the people's attention. So, after they humbled themselves, according to the book of Numbers, chapter 21 and verse 8, God told Moses to make a brass serpent and set it upon a pole. Then, when anyone who had been bitten by the fiery serpents, looked upon the brazen serpent upon the pole, he or she would live. So Jesus says in John chapter 3 and verse 14, that as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must he be lifted up. You see, every one of us was born in sin and Sin is the sting of death. Without divine intervention, everyone who has been born of a woman will die from sin. The good news is that just as God exalted the brazen serpent on a pole in the wilderness, he has exalted the name of his son Jesus, so that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. His name is the only name under the heavens where we can be saved from the deadly sting of sin. You know, one way we celebrate Christmas is through giving and receiving gifts. Many of these gifts will be returned or exchanged immediately after Christmas, but the gift God gave to us on the first Christmas day is the perfect gift. It is the only gift everybody needs. God's perfect gift came in the person of his only begotten son. And my friend, it is my prayer that you have accepted and received God's perfect Christmas gift. If you have not already done so, why not do it today by repenting of your sins and placing your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a blessed and Christ-filled Christmas. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, 
May heaven's best be yours.